the power in God's name, Jesus' name, and the name God has given you. Ah, again, today that's what we viewed from Hebrew letters, right? This is a wonderful journey that we are in now, right? Learning the Hebrew letters because the Hebrew letters is the language of God, and that's how God created this universe and everything that's in it, including you and me, all right? What's true? Words, letters that form words. Words come from letters put together, all right? And for those of us who have been following, all right, it's how powerful each letter, each word that is from God's mouth, especially spoken out. That's why when someone declare a promise of God, there is power in that, and the power is released to you by your amen, your belief and your amen, all right? So you have God's name, we have been learning, okay? We have Jesus' name, and we have your name. All of you have name. <laughs> okay, so a name is to identify someone, right? And to label something. Okay, this is a, even can not be a human being, can be a, a thing, a table. You call this a name. What's the name of this thing here? It's called table. What's the name of this uh, <laughs> beautiful creature here? Okay, Elsa. Okay, so it identifies the makeup of the thing, the characteristic of the thing or the person. And God's name identifies who he is, right? We are labeled by our name, Jesus' name. So there is power in the name of God, Jesus, and the name that God has given you. Let's start. See the power there, all right? Into the word of God, into the names. Okay, first we let's meet Jesus at the well. Let's read this. Jesus arrived at the Samaritan village in John chapter 4 of Sychar near the field that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Wearied by his long journey, he sat on the edge of Jacob's well and sent his disciples into the village to buy food, for it was already afternoon. We will talk until afternoon, okay? <laughs> Soon a Samaritan, because afternoon is the time Jesus appeared. <laughs> so that's why don't go off, right? <laughs> that's what, but that's when Jesus met the Samaritan woman. Jesus is a Jew, right? Samaritan woman came to draw water. And Jesus said to, he, to her, give me a drink. So can you see the scenario? So we are all to get today gathered at the well, all right? In the afternoon, and this is Jesus that we are meeting. As we come to his word, it is Jesus talking to us, all right? And she replied, why would a Jewish man, Jesus is Jew, ask a Samaritan woman who is Gentile, a drink of water? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Appointment. This is the most important appointment <laughs> with the Lord. Yeah? Forget about all the appointments out there. Jesus replied. So the, the, the Samaritan said, why, why you, a Jew, want to meet with me? You know, or you know, why ask me for water? Jesus replied. This is very important. What did Jesus say? If you only knew who I am and the gift huh, that God wants to give you, huh, 
you would ask me for a drink and I would give you living water. Right? This lady was going to take water from the well, the natural water. And then she asked Jesus, you know, Jesus asked her for a drink. And she says, why? You know, you are Jew. I'm, Samar I'm Samaritan. I'm Gentile. You have nothing to do with each other. But Jesus said, if you only knew who I am, what is this who I am? Then we will, you, she will ask Jesus and the gift. So many times is we have, people have no idea or very little understanding or idea of who he is, right? Many think that Jesus is just a prophet or even son of God, but, you know, put him into the future. Uh, maybe when I go to heaven, then I will see Jesus. Right now on this earth, <laughs> I don't know where he is. <laughs> and then some put Jesus at the past. Oh, a long time ago, yes, I received the Lord. And I felt good. And after that, I don't know. So Jesus said, if you only knew, if Elisha, you only knew who I am, you will ask for fire and more fire. <laughs> and I will give it to you. You will ask, right, for the supernatural things that will manifest in the natural realm. If we need healing, if we know who he is, Jehovah Rapha, he is our healer then we will ask him, our healer, to heal us. You won't go round and round and look for the best. There's nothing wrong with doctors and all that, okay? <laughs> all right. But Jesus said, is that if you only knew who I am, and our, the Holy Spirit leading us into studying the Hebrew letters is to help us to know more and more who he is. Who is this God of Israel? Who is your God? And he will give you living waters. Because if you know who he is, you get what you call living water. <laughs> so we have in the world, any life water? For a while, okay, they, make, they try to make it life, but it doesn't last forever, right? But Jesus promised to give living water. The woman replied, but sir, you don't even have a bucket and the well is very deep. So where do you find this living water? Do you really think that you are greater than our ancestor Jacob? who dug this well and drank from it along with his children and livestock. So you heard of this phrase, I talk north, you talk south. <laughs> Gone on. So sometimes we, this is what happened. Jesus was revealing his realm, the supernatural realm that he came from, the kingdom of heaven, God. He was talking about living waters and who he is. He came from God, but the woman was earthly realm. <laughs> he said, oh, this water, you know. So north and south okay where well we are learning is that god is bringing us into his realm right after we are born again so that when jesus says something we don't say opposite <laughs> okay he said, i'm going to give you living water you say oh, okay uh, uh elijah please pour water <laughs> okay today you're going to drink living waters all right that come from just now we worship right let your river flow okay so what there's no river <laughs> here right unless the pipe bursts okay then all will be in a flood but jesus is talking about the spiritual realm that he has caused and given us access to enter in now that's why you can feel the heat the fire right because it's about from heaven from above 
Okay, continue. Jesus answered, if you drink from Jacob's well, okay, that was uh, Jacob is the ancestors, you will be thirsty again. But if and they were at Jacob's well, if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never thirst again. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit flooding you with endless life. So we have two names that are alive here, Evelyn and Elsa. Evelyn also. Evelyn means life. All right. Eve, or rather, Eve means life. So what kind of life? God's kind of life. All right. The supernatural realm. Man is so much in the physical realm. But thank God, he's bringing us closer there already, right? We are ascending into that realm. Okay. So you will be flooded. Okay, pipe burst. <laughs> Can you just imagine that? Pipe burst, what happened? All your feet also got water. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is the drinking of the living waters of Jesus Christ. All right, that will, when you go up, you will feel wet. You will feel fire hot. Okay, just like I'm feeling now. <laughs> hot. Okay, so it's endless, eternal. The woman said, the woman replied, let me drink. Wow, if somebody sell you this kind of water, <laughs> you want to buy or not? <laughs> Living waters, okay? And endless will flood you. So, this woman sold already. <laughs> so, let me drink that water so I will never thirst again and won't have to come back here to draw water. But she's still thinking of the earthly water right because she cannot understand what is this living water that only jesus can give then jesus had to bring her to the spiritual realm she is only seeing the physical realm no matter what jesus said she her eyes still blind <laughs> she still cannot see okay she just see the water at the well then jesus is going to reveal to her through this next few statements that he is not of this realm okay jesus said go get your husband and bring him back here she'll say oh what a strange thing right to, to to tell her she was talking about water because she cannot drink these living waters if she still see jesus in the natural realm it's like you cannot receive that healing that miracle okay that you need until you see jesus as who he is in his realm okay that's why he said if you know who i am and the gift that i'm come to give you then you will ask me for that living waters so jesus loved her so much have to bring her from the natural realm into the spiritual realm where she will begin to see who really jesus is and that's why he asked her this question go get your husband and bring him back here but I'm not married. <laughs> Still single. Huh? The woman answered, That's true, Jesus said, for you have been married five times and now you are living with a man who is not your husband. You have told the truth. Now here is not about Jesus condemning the person. Here is a revelation of a prophet, someone who knows a word of knowledge, who knows about you that no one else knows <laughs> okay so jesus is now revealing that he knows exactly what the is 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 the life of this woman so 
the woman change subject. Oh, takut already. <laughs> oh, yo. You know, you're scared of profit, right? Oh, they come to you and then they say, Elvin. <laughs> okay, so this is already go into spiritual realm, right? Because in the natural, we don't know everything about roof there, right? When you're born, what did you do? You steal your sister's clothes. <laughs> Nobody knows, right? <laughs> but see, Jesus now is revealing himself as the son of God, right? So the woman quickly changed subject. <laughs> okay, and so tell me this. So he said, you must be a prophet. So what's prophet? A man of God, right? One who can tell the future, one who knows about your life. So prophet is not ordinary person. So earlier, she saw Jesus as ordinary person. And after Jesus revealed to her her life, she saw Jesus as a prophet. And those days, they all heard about prophets. All right, The Jews are famous. They were the children of the chosen nation of God. So prophets are those who hear from God and then reveal and talk to men. They tell men what God said. Okay? <clears throat> so tell me, you must be a prophet. Why do our fathers worship God on this nearby mountain, but your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship? Who is right? So this is the question she asked because she is not a Jew. Jesus responded, Believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you will worship the Father neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Wow, we're complicated already now. <laughs> you understand? Right? Because all she can see is all right, Jerusalem, the temple, all the physical. And then Jesus points to something that is spiritual. Okay? That we, the time will come, or the time has come because Jesus has come. Right? So it's not the physical meeting. Sorry, just now is it we are we are not going to church. The place is not the place uh, that we go to, the temple, whatever. It's not the place that we worship God, or rather not the place where God dwells. God is in your heart, but in your heart. And then he says, you, your people don't really know, talking to the Samaritan woman, they don't know. See how important is this knowing God, right? They don't know the one they worship. But we Jews worship out of our experience, for it is from the Jews that salvation is available. Oh, hallelujah. See, God in his goodness are bringing us back as the new creation. When I say us, I'm talking about you, we all as a new creation in Christ Jesus, all right? Who, are, who is not a Jew. We are the church. Jesus revealed to us through this word that he spoke to the woman, that the Jews, they know their God. They worship God. Right? The Jews were brought up, right? Because they were the chosen people. Abraham, God talked to Abraham. Isaac, Jacob, and all the way down. Their generations, their ancestors. They have the Torah, which in the Hebrew letters are actually beholding Jesus. It's talking about Jesus, the instructions. And they have experiences with God, even Moses, right? Whether it's a miracle, miracles definitely, or the word. 
and their life was very different. When the other Gentiles okay, were all sick and all that, the Jews were not provided if they follow the instructions given to them. So salvation is of the Jews, he's saying. So it comes from the Jews. Remember, I've been teaching you all right, three groups of people, right? The Jews are God's chosen. That means God will take care of them. He already chose them. He labeled them. These are my people. Okay. And then from there, you have the rest, which is the Gentiles. And when a Gentile, a non-Jew, receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, they become the new creation or the church. From now on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but a right heart. Okay. So our, our ignorance is that we don't realize that the God of the Jews, who is so powerful, as we read from in the Old Testament and also the New, is also our God. Okay, same God. <laughs> the salvation, it comes from here, the Jews. So now we worship with a right heart, which is the new heart. Okay, the heart in Ezekiel 36, 26, that the uh, prophet Ezekiel said, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit within you. I will take out the old heart of stone and I'll put in a heart of flesh so that you all can now respond and his instructions can now be written. The new covenant is no more written on tablet of stone, but in the heart, okay? That new heart that God has given us. So God is a spirit and those who want to worship him, he longs to have sincere worshipers who adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. This is very important, okay? Because God is a spirit. Right? He does not communicate, communicate with our mind, our thoughts, neither our body. All right? So if people you know, throw, uh, put the kavadi and all that right, to worship God, no, no point. <laughs> okay? God don't see anything there. Right? But in your heart, in your heart, in the realm of the spirit, God is bringing us. Right? Each time we come, whether in Zoom or here, physical meeting, we come into his presence or at home. His presence with him inside our heart and we learn how to worship him in the spirit. Okay, and that's where God gave us tongues, new language, right? Even in uh, Ephesians, Paul says, right? Sing to the Lord, sing spiritual songs, sing in the spirit, okay? Because we are spirit being. The woman then said, so confusing <laughs> but now you're not so confused already right <laughs> probably at one time you read this passage also very confusing one talk north one talk south north is heaven south is <laughs> this earth right so the woman said but i do know that the anointed one is coming the true messiah so even though they are gentile nation they are surrounding right when when the except the one said right go when the holy spirit comes upon you and preach, you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, the Jews, where else? Judea, nearby countries, and Samaria. So it's very near. Okay, every the anointed one, so she must have heard about Jesus, the Messiah that has been prophesied even from day one to come and save the Jews. And when he comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. See, the Gentile nation, they actually respect. The, you know, they always 
is strong. <laughs> and they are, you know, uh, they, they are in awe of the God of the Jews. All right, for the one miraculous things that God has done for his, for his people. Jesus said to her, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. I am the one you are looking for. And Jesus, after through the word of knowledge about her, heart, her life, she, he, brought, he brought her up to see that he's a prophet, not a normal man. And later, then only can he disclose to her that he is the Messiah. He is the Savior, all right, that the Jews are looking for to save them. And even the Gentiles around Samaria says, I am. You know when he said, I am? What does that mean? In, to us, it's all translation in English. In the Hebrew, it is okay? Yahweh is the name of God. I am. I am that I am. Remember the Moses, hey, what's your name? Say, I am that I am. So when Jesus said, I am, he's saying that he is the Messiah. He is God. Okay? That's why the Pharisees accuse him of blasphemy. Okay. At that moment, the disciples returned and were stunned to see Jesus speaking to a Samaritan woman, yet none of them dared ask him why or what they were discussing. The Jewish tradition is that everyone who is not a Jew are unclean. <laughs> okay? That's why they don't mix. Okay? All at once, the woman left her jar and ran off to her village and told everyone, come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. He could be the one we are waiting for. And hearing this, the people came streaming out of the village to go see Jesus. Come and meet this person. Come and meet this person. So when you share with people outside, you don't say, come <laughs> and attend the service. Okay, Come and meet this person, Jesus Christ, All right, who is the one that we are waiting for. So Elisha stayed back another week to come and be in the presence of Jesus another week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then maybe somebody prophesied, right? Week after week. <laughs> Every week. Okay. Because we are not here, you know, just to have a little gathering. We are meeting Jesus. That's why we are at the well. At the well is at the fountain of life where Jesus is going to give us life. Right? Who is this Jesus? We are seeing Jesus this morning as he opened our eyes okay, to see him. Okay, so that incident, so we are now all at the well and knowing that Jesus is the Son of God, right? And he has living waters, fire, healing, whatever, even this morning's worship, he is declaring himself as, I am, I am your healer, Elisha, right? Mm, that's God, okay? So you can, I'll bring a, a few instances of the power of God. In Acts chapter 2, Peter replied, Repent, so there was salvation to that woman at the well, born again, all right? Peter replied, repent and return to God. Each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus, the anointed one, Christ is the anointed one, to have your sins removed, that you may take hold of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so after salvation, the next thing is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is very important. 
the gift of the Holy Spirit. For God's promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and for your families, for those yet to be born, and for everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. All right, so Jesus, you need to see him as the Son of God, all right, not ordinary man. And after that, the Holy Spirit baptism. All right, this is a prophecy in Joel as well. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls, see this word, calls on the name of the Lord shall be safe. <laughs> After learning Hebrew letters, this one all makes very good sense. <laughs> okay, last time is okay, lah, by faith, lah, we just follow. But see the power of salvation. That means from a moment of a person unsafe, just call Jesus' name, doop, become safe. In an instant, it's the miracle. It cannot be done. You know, you can call my name 10 times so you won't get saved. <laughs> okay, but Jesus' name is so powerful. And when you see the word translated as Lord in the Bible, in the English, it is always Yahweh. All right, Yudhe Vavhe. So some of you, we will go through a bit. So, so simple, right, to the Jews, okay, because they understand the Hebrew language. To them, it is not difficult to understand. Okay, it's all spoken in Hebrew. So their Hebrew language, I, I, I was listening to a, a rabbi, uh, very interesting, haven't fully put it in, but this thing caught my attention. In the Hebrew language that God gave to the Jewish people, and that's the language of God also, he has put all these letters and words even in their ordinary talk, you know, like uh, let's walk, uh, let's eat, uh, whatever. That, that is something in that, those letters that relate to them being God's children. There is something inside those letters, okay? When I study in detail, I'll share it. But this thing already, you know, overwhelmed me. That's why the children of Israel, they grew up very aware of God, of their God, okay? Even in ordinary conversations, as they speak the Hebrew language to one another, they are declaring that they belong to God. <laughs> so powerful, all right? So I'll give you the details later. Let me study more on that. But already it's so powerful. Okay, so they know what they're talking about, all right? Calling on the name of Yahweh shall be saved. All right, so uh, a bit small. <laughs> Monday we have a bigger screen, right? The biggest one. <laughs> it's not the screen, all right? Somehow, okay, never mind. Let's see this one, okay? So this is the name of God. Okay, some of you have seen. Remember, again and again and again, repeat, then until you get the revelation. Jehovah or Lord is God's name. What's God's name? Jehovah or Yahweh or in the Hebrew letters, it is yud Hey Vah Hey. Okay, so in picture form, so and then Jesus or Yeshua also have this is Christ's name, yud Hey Vah, which is the Yah part, and then got a and you remember Shin and Ayin. So I taught that last week. More detail. So this is God's name, and this you see the first three letters are the same first three letters of Jesus' name. So why these letters? Remember, there's supernatural power in the Hebrew letters. Okay, so when one, you all learn already, right? Yud, okay, let's start with the Yud. 
So you can know Jesus come from God. Same name, except the two more alphabets here. Yud has a full meaning, which uh, we did two weeks ago for Saturday, HMD. So that will be more uh, deeper study. Right? Today, I will just give you briefly. Yud represents the hand, the fiery hand, or the mighty hand of God. Okay? So it starts with the hand of God. The little that holds a lot, very powerful. It's a letter that is in almost all the Hebrew alphabets, okay, in the Hebrew language. And then it speaks of God's mighty hand. Well, I also cannot see. Okay, <laughs> all right. Then the hey, okay, so it has many, many meanings, all right, but the main meaning is the mighty hand of God, the power of God. It was through a youth, right? When God spoke, let there be light, Yahi or and it is the youth, the hand of God, because the hand is the place that you all do work, right? You all create and all that. So God created using his mighty hand. So whose hand is the most greatest? God's hand, our creator. Then he's almighty. Okay. And then you have hey. Hey is like it's also grace. It's a window. Okay. Or the spirit of God. The spirit of God, he breathed the hay into man, or Adam, and man became a living soul. Also, from once you become a living soul, you have that window, right? God see that, uh, to us and for us to see him. You can see through the hay. If you are not receive the hay of God, you cannot see God. Okay? So, then you have the vow. Okay? The vow is the picture of the nail right something that's secure to something and if it talks about and it's the connector it's your wi-fi <laughs> okay to connect the heavenly realm to the earthly realm so god can be up there just up there inside heaven how to come down here become jesus that's why jesus came down all right, and there you have the vow, okay, to connect. So, the actual uh, meaning in summarizing is actually behold. So, from the window, you can see, right? You all see from the wall, is it? <laughs> no, right? We have to go to the window, okay? And then only you can see through. So, it's behold. It's telling us God's name is telling us to behold something. See something. Okay? Remember the woman at the well cannot see anything. <laughs> she only see the water at the well. And Jesus at first as a man. So it's behold the hand, behold the nail. Behold, behold the hand, behold the nail. Pointing to look at Jesus. Right? At the well they say, go see Jesus. After the woman met Jesus and realized he is not normal, not ordinary, not from this earth. He told the people, come and see. And the people came and see Jesus. But to see Jesus, spiritual eyes need to be open first. So even in God's name, he's pointing to Jesus. Right? Because Jesus hung at the cross. Okay? So Jesus' name, Yeshua, right, has the Yud, He, the Vav, 
and extra these letters. So you will find sometimes they will put here and above and sometimes without above. It doesn't matter. Okay, so the, the letter Shin now, the first part of his name, remember Hebrew alphabets have power. <laughs> okay, like yesterday I was sharing, right? If you want the, the demonic world, also know how to use it. They want to put a charm on you, Rebecca. <laughs> what did they do? Put a doll and then whatever they say to it. <laughs> there are words, okay, that bind a person, all right, into that what you call witchcraft. Because that those words have power, but that one is evil power. Because they know, the devil knows, right? God's word has the real power, good one, all right, to bless us and transform our lives for good. So, Jesus' name. As a shin, we haven't come in detail to the letter shin, but basically the shin, all right, is teeth, all right, look in a picture form, like teeth as well, and teeth is to chew, to sharpen, okay, as they, so in order to eat and chew something, you need teeth, all right, and you have the shark's teeth, which is very powerful, and also, it can destroy, right? You chew something, you already cut the thing into pieces. And then, correct, so teeth is very powerful weapon. You can even break the crack, right? <laughs> With the teeth, if your teeth don't get broken first. Alright, so the other picture of uh, this letter Shin is also fire. It's a fire picture, alright? And it's like hands raised up, right? Towards heaven, you can see that. You know, fire and it's going up. So this is the meaning of Shin, can destroy. At the same time, it's also about looking up, you know, our hands towards heaven. Then you have the letter Ayin, which is the, the pictorial meaning is an eye. All right, from the word Ayin, meaning eye, what it sees and comprehend. Remember, the woman at the well cannot see Jesus for who he is. No ayin, <laughs> no spiritual eye. But after Jesus disclosed to, to her, she was able to see that he is a prophet. And of course, the end is that she went and tell others about him. Come and see Jesus. At the end, she can see him already for who he is. Not just a man born from baby from uh, Mary. Eye is also like a spring, right? Used for purity, cleansing, healing, and healing. So now the eye, that spring in her heart can receive. Okay, so these two letters and the, the valve there, all right, that means everyone is, can now receive it. Whoever believes on Jesus Christ will be saved. So what is this represent? Last week I talked about it. Why you say Jesus, you call on Jesus, and then you're safe. Safe from what? <laughs> See, I think I'm repeating. Repeat and repeat. Because <laughs> after that, forget one. Right, because first, Jesus has the power. He is God Almighty. Okay? With the yud, the hay, and the vav. And the shin added into its name. He has the authority, the power to destroy sin in our lives to destroy sicknesses 
Alright? When you say, Jesus, this manifests, this is God, his mighty hand, plus the chin, the power in the chin that forms his name. Okay? And to bring a person, destroy the sin first, because, and the blindness. The problem, that is in the ayin. To take away the spiritual blindness, because where is God? Huh? Oh, I cannot see. Huh? Okay, right now, you all cannot see God physically, but you all see him in the spirit, because you are all in Jesus. Ayin, shin, and ayin. The, the, the physical blindness destroyed by the shin. And open the eyes by the ayin, in the name of Jesus. To open your spirituals. Oh, I can see God already. You know, as I can see who He is. Remember, Jesus said to the woman, If you only know who I am, I am Yud He He, saying the name of God, then you will ask, right? And I will give you, and also know who I am and what I have come, the gift that I want to give you. So many people still think that God wants to take from us, God wants to give to us, okay? Now, Another incident, all right, of Jesus healing, because then you receive healing, right, through the Hebrew alphabets of Jesus' name. So it is when you say Jesus, or you call on him, Jesus, to us is English, to the Hebrew people, it is yud he vav he shin ayin. And each time those letters are mentioned, it's just like, yeah, he or light came. When God said, yeah, he all let it be like, poop, light came out of darkness. So when someone says, yud he vav he shin ayin, that's the name, alphabets of Jesus, all this, the power in those letters begin to manifest, remove the sickness, remove the pain, remove the poverty, remove all right, the sin, and immediately you become saved, salvation, deliverance, okay? I repeated, actually repeating last week one. <laughs> but I think uh, Rebecca got it uh, more from the last week one. All right? Understand again. Jesus' name so simple. That's why salvation is not very complicated. All right? And you have to say a lot of things to get saved. There's one thing you must say. Jesus, Lord. Lord is Yahweh. Jesus, you saw? Connected. All right, and all these things happen. So even if you don't know what to do, just say, say, you believe or not, Jesus is from God, Son of God. Okay, yes. He can save you from your sin. Yes. Okay. Now you just call on his name. You know, some people on the deathbed, they cannot, you cannot give them a long prayer. Okay? <laughs> they got no strength to say all the things follow after me. All right, but what you just share a little bit of who Jesus is. You need Jesus, and then say this. Call on the name of Jesus. And it's done. I will just let the Holy Spirit lead, right? So I remember one of uh, Smith Wigglesworth's uh, uh, experiences. You know who is Smith Wigglesworth, right? One of the very great men of God. And, you know, he has a lot of healings in his life, testimony, in serving the Lord. And one of it is like a, a person who was almost dead already, right? Lying on the bed. I maybe three quarter dead already. Then barely alive, and maybe it's not to be. I can't remember which which minister, and he was there, and there's a group of people with him, and he felt led by the Holy Spirit because there are different ways that God healed. To just say Jesus, 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 
And that's what they do. They just walk around this three-quarter dead person and call Jesus, 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 Jesus. I don't know how many times. And that person came back. Or maybe he's already dead. Okay, I forgot the whole story already. But it's something like that. I just remember they just walked and they said, Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's all. No prayer, nothing. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. Okay, and then the person either came back to life or was healed. The power that came up from the name of Jesus. Okay, so here is a leper, healing of a leper. All right, they asked Jesus if you can make me clean. And Jesus said, yes, I'm willing. And immediately he spoke. The leprosy left him and he was cleansed. All right, coming up from Jesus. Acts 4.10, you and everyone else in Israel should know that it is by the power of the name of Jesus that the crippled man stands here today completely healed. You crucified Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but God raised him from the dead. Paul was talking here, or Peter, right? And let all Israel know the power of the name of Jesus. But remember, it's the one, a crippled person, cannot walk one, okay? got healed because of, not us, not Peter, not Paul, the power of the name of Jesus. That's why there was this uh, uh, magician, right, who, who saw, wow, Peter, Paul, and the apostles, they go around, they just say, in the name of Jesus, whoop, healing take place. And then, they are magician. Wow. That means, uh, Jesus' name got magic. <laughs> right? So they say, you know, how much? Should I pay? Give me this name. And then he, they were reprimanded, right? Jesus, got, uh, the, the apostles said, right? You think God's power can be bought with money, right? Cannot. They have to belong to him. You have to belong to God to be able to use the name of Jesus. So it's not magic. But when you understand you belong to Jesus, you have every right to this powerful name of Jesus Christ, okay? That can... Raise the dead, heal the sick, right? Even the lame walk, okay? That's what Jesus said, go into the world. Okay. The, the, this Jesus is the stone that you, the builders, have rejected. And now he has become the cornerstone. There is no one else who has the power to save us, for there is only one name. How many names? Wow. <laughs> okay, only one name, only one way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the other, not er. Okay, that whatever other way that sounds good, whatever other name that sounds good and powerful, if it is not Jesus, it's not. Okay, only one. No one else has the power to save us, only one name to whom God has given authority by which we must experience salvation, the name of Jesus. That's all. One. Right? If you understand this, so powerful. We don't need to, have to think of so many other names. Okay? The name of Jesus. Salvation is sozo, which is healing and all that. So that one I have not come into the Hebrew letters yet. Okay. And she shall bring forth a son. Let's start. See how Jesus' name came, already prophesied. 
by the angel that you shall call his name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. So Jesus is Yeshua. It means salvation. See, the yud, the shin, the vav, and the ayin. Right? When this name, these letters are being spoken, believe in the heart and spoken from the mouth, salvation takes place. So you know how salvation takes place already? <laughs> she looks so confused. <laughs> okay, uh, you know how salvation takes place? Huh? In the name of Jesus, the power of the youth, the power of the shin and the valve and the ayin destroy the former state of a person which was in sin and bring life and new birth. New understanding can see Jesus already. Okay, it's the power. Yeshua is the Hebrew name for Jesus. It means Yahweh, the Lord is salvation. Okay, he existed in Philippians 2, talking about Jesus. He existed, Jesus, in the form of God. Okay, he gave, yet he gave no thought of seizing equality with God as a supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant, he became human. So when we have been studying the Hebrew alphabet, all the time we see the humility of Jesus, right? He came down. The youth means that God is so great, so infinite, so powerful. How can he contract himself? A little letter shows that, you know, into a man, into a little baby, into this world. Our mind cannot even fathom. And that is the power of the youth. Why is the smallest letter, but it can create the universe, right? It is God's amazing power. So in the science, they talk about, actually everything is the power of atoms. Also small one, we cannot see even the, uh, I wanted to say your, it's not yours, right? The COVID virus, <laughs> okay? It doesn't belong to us. It's so tiny, huh? right? They have to put microscope, but it's, powerful to destroy right so our youth god's hand compressed so small but inside us inside christ is powerful okay to destroy the work of the enemy to destroy diseases he existed and he humbled himself humility is very important yeah because god showed the example first he came down humbled himself as man so that now we can go up and see him he humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. See, Jesus also obedient. So new covenant doesn't mean disobey everything, <laughs> run wild. Okay, no. We understand the new covenant, the grace that God already forgiven us all of our sins. He loves us as we are and we just want to obey him. All right. He was a perfect example even is his death a criminal's death by crucifixion how was jesus obedient first in the natural he obeyed, obeyed his parents in the spiritual he obeyed his father to come down and die for undeserving people like us okay right. philippians 2 8 because of this obedience god exalted him and multiplied his greatness and he has now been given the greatest name of all names or the name above every name that's why to the jews they cannot even pronounce 
in the name of God. It is that holy. If you worship God today, do you realize when we were singing, even a few Hebrew words, the anointing is so strong. Yeah, because even though we don't understand the whole thing, right, of the exact Hebrew letter, but if you see the meaning of the, the, the probably the Kadosh, K there, all right, it's the Ka, start with Kadosh is holiness. And then also have uh, another letter there, holy, which is the another letter that we have not yet learned. Okay, and his power, his 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 uh, anointing or his uh, uh, kabod, his presence just come down. The name, all right, more above every name. Yudheva, this is God's name. Now Jesus' name has been highly exalted. So which name is the highest? Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, then what about cancer? If you see cancer, who is greater than cancer? Ah, so all of you go lay hands on people with cancer already. Yeah? Because you say Jesus' name is the highest. This is what it means, right? Because I do not teach hate knowledge. <laughs> right? I want you all to see it practical. When we say Jesus' name and see from the word that God has given us the name above every name, right? we are not the one to heal. I cannot heal anybody. Right? But when we have that revelation that his name is above every name, that means above cancer, above Satan, above devil, above, above disease, above poverty, then we keep speaking the name above over that situation over that condition right whether in your family anywhere understand that is what we mean by jesus name is above every name so not just dog and cat right everything in this world that have been eaten up by satan Okay, the authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reference. One day, all right, even those who do not want to bow before him will have to bow when Jesus comes again, okay, which is the Yahweh and Yahshua. Okay, so better we bow now. <laughs> all right, then we have reward. Crowns, yesterday I was talking about in heaven, okay. <clears throat> the name of Jesus. The devils know Jesus' name. Everything and everyone, TPT version, will one day submit to this name. So if that's in heaven, right, at the end, in the heavenly realm, I like this, which in the other version is in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, right? This one, TPT, helps us to understand it more. In the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm, in the heavenly realm. Right, Jesus on the cross, he, he just need to say to the angels, come, I don't want to die for Elsa anymore. <laughs> and what? The angels will come already. They are waiting to see their king, the son of God, hanging on the cross, becoming like helpless to the humanity. But actually, he has millions of angels there. Anytime he would say, come, they will come. But he chose to die for Elsa <laughs> because he loved Elsa. So that name, all right, and he earned that name, Jesus, all right, Yahweh. Where one day 
every knee shall bow, where everyone, so in the heavenly realm, his name is recognized. <laughs> the angels know the name of Jesus, okay? And earthly realm, okay? Today, may, there, will be, there are people who still do not acknowledge Jesus, okay? But eventually, that one day will come, when Jesus come again, in the second coming, that the earth, all earth, all humanity will see Jesus as king of kings coming from the sky and the demonic realm. See, the demonic realm actually already know Jesus is the son of God. Only sometimes Christians don't know. <laughs> okay, why? Because every time you see incident of Jesus with a devil or with a demon, they say, Jesus, the son of God, why are you coming here to torment us? <laughs> right? The demons know. So that's why I was sharing one time, some, somebody commented, oh, these atheists are so foolish. <laughs> they say there is no God. Even the devils know that there is a God. And who is the God? Yeah? Every tongue will proclaim. So this is like, I saw this, right? Every language, Yasu, Yesu, this never changed. Okay? We may translate everything into something very different, but the name of Jesus will always be there. Right, whatever language this is, Isus, Isa, Yesus, right? It is still the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God His Father. Right, that's Jesus, and Jesus is Lord. That means Jesus is God, is Yahweh. Okay, how? Jesus himself declared that. You can see in his name as well as what he said. All right, this is the ministry here of Beauty for Ashes, which is from Isaiah 61. And later, when Jesus came, he declared it and confirmed the prophecy of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord, Yahweh. Okay? Lord means Yahweh. All right? Is upon me because he has anointed me. His power is upon me. Anointing the power that you feel okay to preach the gospel to the poor send me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives recovery of sight to the blind to set liberty those who are oppressed who jesus working together with his father yahweh yud he vah jesus christ is lord yahweh bringing glory and honor to god his father and then so this is who christ is And then, who are we? <laughs> okay, in this whole picture of the great God. So you know the name, just now the title is The Power in the Name of God. right? You know the power in the name of Jesus in the alphabets. Okay, what about our name? Look at Isaiah 49, 11. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands and your walls are continually before me. So, inscribe you is our names. Where? On the palm of God's hand. God's hand also represented by a youth. Okay, now, that's where we are. In the palm of his hand. So, the palm means... We have the calf, right? We learned the calf yesterday. Wow, good. 
much you remember. Okay, the car, right? It's the hollow of the hand, where representing the power of God. Okay, the soul, the hollow, and that letters car as an opening for the blessing to flow on us. The power is is also the beginning of the word power or koak, which is potential and actual. So when the calf, all right, the palm is placed open as an open hand, open palm, the power of God to get wealth, Deuteronomy 8.18, where the koak, one, the koak comes in, is release the potential of God, not man's potential, God's potential, released into man, all right, transferred from the calf, the palm. Oh, the, it's also called the spoon is the calf. For potential to do what? To bring the spiritual realm to manifest into the earthly realm according to the particular word. So if God said, I'm Jehovah Rapha, I'm your healer, right? He's blessing you. And then the potential, the power goes into you to bring that healing into the manifest into your body. Okay. The Lord answered, so this is the same one in Amplified. I want to show you something. Okay, can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, but I will not forget you. That's God saying. He will not forget you, Martin, right? Even your mother forget you. <laughs> okay, so what he say? Why? Behold, I have indelibly imprinted, tattooed a picture of you same verse but in the amplified on the palm of each of my hands both hands oh zion your walls are continually before me so god said in this verse that he has he cannot forget you uh, most people is when they go through problem have you forgotten me or god <laughs> where are you god huh? so is it that the communion we need to remember him <laughs> because of that no huh? So, he will not forget you. It's very, uh, you feel very happy, right? When somebody says, after 10 years haven't met, I still haven't forgotten you. <laughs> Correct? You still haven't forgotten me, right? <laughs> right. So, why? I'm in your thought, maybe. I'm in your mind or in your heart, right? So, we are tattooed a picture of you in the palm of his hand. What do you think is, is that? What do you mean by uh, tattooed or imprinted a picture of us on the palm of each hand. Is it a picture? Just now, take picture. A selfie. <laughs> Your profile picture. <laughs> on the hand, in the hand of God. Because the, all those profile pictures are all our physical one. We will have a new body, right? This one will fade away. So if it's not a picture, not our profile picture, what is it? Huh? Your? What name? What's your name? <laughs> yeah, you see, here, God was talking to the Jews who understand Hebrew language. And all of them are Hebrew people. They definitely have Hebrew names, right? <laughs> you cannot be having... Uh, what, what name do we have? <laughs> now I'm so used to all the names. Already. So they have Hebrew names. And Hebrew names are made of Hebrew letters. Hebrew letters have power. Okay, so how does God, in this context of this verse, keep those people in their heart? 
through their Hebrew letters. The names in the Hebrew, uh, the Hebrew letters in their names are imprinted in the palm of God's hand, in the youth, in the place of power and authority. That's why he cannot forget. So it looks something like this. This. Ah, all the names. Can you see Elisha there? <laughs> all right. Elijah, Rebecca, Abigail, and so forth, so forth. All Hebrew names. Okay? Now, I'm not going to say that only Hebrew people now are written in the hands of God. But this is when God spoke to them. That's why Elisha, full of fire. You know, when he said something, God didn't forget. Oh, who are you? Ah? <laughs> because the Hebrew letters of his name are already written in God's hand. The power, the youth, the fire is inside there already. So the moment they, they, he, whatever they say, they ask, right, is manifested in their names on this, on this earth. Right? So these are how the names of the children of God, the chosen ones of God are written, are where they are. They are in God's hand. Today we have both. Okay? Not only our names are written in his hands. So, so just to clarify, you know, I say, Pastor Stephanie said, everyone must have a Hebrew name. <laughs> I didn't say that, okay? Today in Christ, okay, everyone are accepted in, in God, and I believe that everyone in Christ are also here. But this, this, the significance of this, as we learn Hebrew letters, is to understand how powerful, right? When we have these alphabets, and understand it because that's why I say if you want the new name, come and receive under anointing. No point. I just give you. I call you uh, Elijah. Elijah out there. You don't know what it is. You probably think it's an old man, <laughs> okay, or a Moses. You know, with a beard. It makes no power to you unless you understand the Hebrew letters and the power that's inside those Hebrew letters. All right, in your name. So I haven't gone into all the names and alphabets yet. Okay, you can even. Uh, as we study the letters, if you have that letter in your name, then you will all right, take the meaning there. So even today in Christ, we are all in, in, in God. But to really manifest all right, and understand the power, if we understand the letters, we will know why the prophet manifested this way. Right? The, the different people, the, all the letters, so God is very well, see, see, see the whole thing in Hebrew letters. See the whole plan and purpose of God. Creation, okay? All the verses of the Bible are Hebrew letters. So if you think of God, how God look at us, it's all Hebrew letters. It's all the power of his Hebrew letters through this whole universe. It's all the powers in the letters. Okay, they are going to manifest. And not only are our names in the palm of God, and remember, you are leaving out the name Nebel, right? One time I talked about Nebel, which is the a fool. <laughs> and then uh, his wife is Ab Abigail. And Abigail just declared this. You know, she, the Nebel was so foolish. And Abigail said to King David, don't mind him. Lah. 
He's just living out his name. <laughs> his name is Foolish Fool. So remember, don't call your children. <laughs> Simply any name. Check first. Okay. But no, no, understand this, right? The world names, they are more of uh, what we call this. Um, make money, or is it that called commercialized? Okay. So they, they just take every name and then give something beautiful. Then after that, you will buy a locket that has your name. <laughs> you will buy something that has your name, okay? A handbag that has your name and so forth. But it has actually no meaning. People just put some meaning there, okay? So, but when it comes to Hebrew names or Greek names, they have meaning to the most important person, to God, okay? So that's why, in a way, we change the, uh, we give you the new names for those of you who are learning and understanding. And we can see the manifestation of the new name power of those letters in your names huh Ru? <laughs> okay so besides our names which is definitely why very powerful is in the hand of god in the youth he also imprint has his name imprinted in our hand all right you saw this last week youth hey Vake, or yeshua the king of kings his name is recorded upon our hands so it's like what a beautiful covenant all right Got our name in his hand, his name in our hands. See this? Yud. Where is it? Eh? Shin, Ayin, and the Vow. Okay, the name of Jesus. And the right palm. Our affirmation and power of Jesus' name. So when we praise the Lord, what do we do? We lift up our hands. Okay, both hands to acknowledge that. Jesus is Lord, is Yahweh, and He has given us salvation. Okay, so, oops, remember to praise God like that, huh? not like this. Huh? <laughs> okay, declare, all right, that power, the name of Jesus, all right, as God put out His hand to bless us. Our names are in the palm of His hand. Yahweh has given me the shield of salvation. Your right hand has helped me up. And the last slide, the power in God's name, in Jesus' name, in the name of God, the name God has given us is very powerful. This is your father's name. That's why we look alike. <laughs> and every one of us look alike. Okay? Because we come from the same father. Yud, hey, vah, hey. Yud, the powerful, the powerful little, all right? The little dot in the Hebrew is just a dot. Let's start most sentences and almost every word in the Hebrew language have it. The Spirit of God, the wind of God, and the window for us to see Him. Window come from wind, right? Holy Spirit and the bar of Jesus. Behold the hand, behold the nail. That is our Father's name. God will always point us to Jesus, His Son, to behold what Jesus have done for you so this is jesus remember these letters so these two letters we haven't do yet there'll be much more revelation inside but we know this is a fire letter good and also destroy has the power to destroy satan destroy that sickness destroy whatever the devil try to do bad to you and you're able to see him see god as the, the woman at the well right and then you have, remember all your names, 
Rebecca is inside here. <laughs> Ruth, Eve, Elsa, Abigail, Elisha, Elijah, Hannah, Rachel, uh, Joseph, and those in the uh, my this one uh, not connecting. The, so I can't see the Zoom people. Lost connection. <laughs> okay, so the power, the anointing, Christ on the cross gave us the power of God's name, his name, and always tell us that he will never forget us. We are always in the palm of his hand, right? And we can release the power of God in our lives to change situation. All the names is all mostly about redemption, completion, and transformation. Shin is also a word of fire transformation, right? Because you are transformed in one moment from a sinner to a saint. Where? Outside the body look exactly the same. It's in the spirit. Okay? This is beautiful. So remember, God's name, Jesus' name, powerful, and the name God has given you. It's very powerful because it is written in the hand of Almighty God. Amen. Amen. All right.